0: I'm Alex. And I'm Erica. And welcome to Priestesses Prescribe,
1: a self-discovery podcast based in
0: mystical wellness. We came together as priestesses from different backgrounds and modalities with a common mission.
1: To empower and support you on your intuitive journey.
0: We'll aim to prepare you for the energies of the new and full moons every month, while expanding on themes that will connect you with your highest self.
1: The priestesses have written you the prescription. All you have to do is take it. Now, let's start our ritual. Hi,
0: Erica. Hey, Alex. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm really happy to be back in therapy consistently. Huh. I'm, I'm always in therapy, but I feel like I go for tune-ups. <laughs> like I'm, I'm past the point where like I have to go every week on the week. So like, I'll stop for maybe like three months and then something will come up and I start again. So I've started again, which is great. I love my therapist. She's amazing. We're focusing on this idea of acceptance versus resignation right now, Mm. which is a very interesting concept and more challenging than I thought.
1: (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, share it with the class when you tackle it.
0: Yeah, you know, like, I'm realizing that, well, from what I'm learning anyway, and this, this also ties into the episode, acceptance is, like, neutral. It's, like, I love it, and I can dislike it, but it's, like, it's okay. It's all good. So, for example, like, if it's raining outside, it's, like, oh, it's raining outside. Let me grab an umbrella. Like, it doesn't adjust my emotions in my day. Whereas, like, resigning for the same analogy, oh, it's raining outside, crap, like, my day is not ruined. You know, I'm not going outside. Right. I'm not going outside. Or not only am I not going outside, but my emotion shifted, my energy shifted, my whole day is now, quote unquote, ruined because it didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. Mm. So when it comes to like this concept of the rain, it's easier to process. But when it comes to a concept of like accepting other people in unconditional love, it gets more complicated.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's. That was a really good analogy. I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't think the rain really like ruins my day, but Shiva certainly does. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some people, um, what is it? It's
0: like, a. oh, oh <laughs> I just caught what you said. <laughs> Sorry, I just caught what you said. Yeah. I'm not mad at my kid today, but I was mad at her <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. No, no, no. I get, or even like an animal. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, no, I was going to say that the rain, though, does ruin some people's moods. It's like a, it's an actual like dep- type of depression, seasonal depression. Oh, right. Yeah. Like people in, I know a lot of people in the UK experience it because of like the, the, the consistent fog and rain, like gloominess. The gloominess. Yeah. It mm-hmm. really affects them. So, yeah.
1: There's like special lights that you can shine on your body. Yeah. Yeah. And I also hear for that reason, they,
0: people in the UK, they get extended or, longer vacation days
1: oh yeah
0: so instead of like the typical what is it like two weeks in the u.s they'll get like a month off yeah yeah and but then, they like, need it though
1: france gets like they're like take a year off if you need it oh why well, I, I, I need to move to france it's crazy <laughs> i mean it's yeah it's weird to also think about that the uk is no longer a part of the EU so it's yeah. like it's completely different rules and regulations because I was yeah. thinking uh, what I just read today was that they have passed that you can travel to Europe if you're fully vaccinated from the US to Europe mm-hmm. but I was like oh I have friends that went to the UK that's strange and then oh, I realized yeah. that I like put it all together like oh they yeah. it's because the rules are different there because Brexit yeah mm-hmm. makes sense yeah nuts speaking of fucking shit up let's talk about your Saturn return <laughs> <laughs> Right, perfect segue. returning to Europe, returning right. to Saturn, <laughs> returning to the point of your birth was a perfect clunky segue. segue, but yeah, hey.
0: it was perfect for our <laughs> listeners, and we know you well enough to know that that was the way it should have been <laughs> well,
1: we like a car been. crash yeah. sometimes you can't look away. Alex's analogies. <laughs> I wanted to, I want to just revisit this concept mm-hmm. with you because, while number one how is it going for you Yeah, because now you're in the thick of it and actually you're past the epicenter and we'll talk a little bit about what that means yeah. but also so many of you are in the midst of your Saturn returns because a lot of you are ages 20 to 32 and we know that from the data <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, so know we know that this is pertinent to to you all so um, just really quick, a Saturn return… We do talk about this. It's a, it's in the archives from season one. So you can definitely go back and listen to that one and hear more about like what a Saturn return is. But really quick, Saturn takes 29 and a half years or so to go back to the exact place it was when you were born. And that's called a Saturn return. There's also things called a lunar return, which happens every month, a solar return, which happens every year. And so you can understand that like the planetary – cycle is important and for the planets that are further away like saturn is and saturn was once thought to be the end of the galaxy and astrology as we knew it in ancient times and then with modern astrology it opened up to planets past saturn so like neptune uranus pluto etc but the planet of saturn returns to our lives to test the foundations of our lives and really give us a a chance to look at time to evaluate um what we've built so far and gives us a chance actually kind of tough love forces us to evaluate each level of our foundation To understand if it's sound or if it needs rebuilt. So like a great example is taking your car in and they're like, you know, it it like works, but it needs kind of a complete overhaul of the engine. And you're like, thank God you brought it in because like it would (laughs) have burst or something. You're Mm -hmm. like, great. And they're like, it's going to either cost like five, you know, 10 grand to fix it or you can get a new car. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have a car, so you'll have to <laughs> fill in with actual real nuts and bolts of what that mm-hmm. actually – I used to have a car. I don't have a car anymore, so I'm not completely hopeless. But, you know, I didn't change my oil on a consistent <laughs> basis, so was I a responsible car owner? Not really. I digress. You That's understand okay. what Saturn return is now, hopefully, after that yeah. analogy. And if you don't, just know that that Saturn is – that Saturn returns are a big deal, And they really change us uh, for the next 30 years of our lives. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I, my Saturn return, I was expecting worse. (laughs) I was expecting worse. Mm -hmm. Not that it did not have low moments and I'm still in it. So obviously, like, it may still come. (laughs) So hopefully I'm not conjuring it up in the universe. Um, But what I will say is that I do feel like a new woman. So it's interesting that you say that i've I've reached like that middle ground of it, and you stayed at the date of my middle ground for me, and I just looked back on the calendar, you said it was January nineteenth and I looked at that week and a lot of pivotal things did happen to me that week, really important tools that I needed to acquire mm. to get to this level of uh or this stage rather of of more centered energy is the, what the word that I will use. For sure. So I I do feel like a a shedding did happen. Clearly, there's another layer to fall off because I'm not done yet. Yeah. Or in many layers, again, because I'm not dead. (laughs) 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 But I I definitely do feel some form of transformation and transition.
1: Good. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. what Erica is talking about and we talked about a little bit before we hopped on is what I like to call the epicenter of your Saturn return, which is the literal day. That Saturn is at the exact degree and minute that it was when you were born. So Saturn moves, you know, relatively slowly. It takes, you know, a few days for it to move a degree or so. So that's why it also la- – your Saturn return lasts about two years because you have the epicenter moment of the exact mm-hmm. day and you have reverberations like aftershocks or sh- shocks of the earthquake, let's say. If yep. we're using yet another analogy, and I'm probably not done, I'm sure there will be another one, but basically you have like the epicenter and then the ring around it, which is intense, and then the ring around it, which is like seem- less, a little less intense, but still present,
0: yeah. and
1: on and on it goes. So you can feel it coming, you know, for about two years, and you can feel it going for about yeah. two years too. So to to have hit your epicenter is mm-hmm. great. You're, you're still probably in that first like reverberation layer of feeling the effects. But like you said, you know, a lot happened for you that was pivotal that week. I guess what what about that week was felt pivotal to you? Like, what were you learning about yourself or learning about your life that was important?
0: Yeah, I would definitely say that. I spoke about this openly in our first manifestation episode, The Magic of Manifestation. I was struggling with this idea of manifesting, right? And now I know that everyone manifests differently depending upon your archetype. So from like a human design perspective, which we also covered on our show, I am a manifester. And because of that, I have to be very specific about the ways that I want things to come into my life right because if i if i'm not i have this ability to settle and settling is a very dangerous place for me because because of my own trauma there's a level of self-worth work that i have to consistently do so settling is very innate for me right because if you don't feel worthy of a thing it's easy to sort of just take whatever comes But in doing a lot of therapy work around self-worth and self-love and honoring myself and also understanding how that relates and translates to becoming very specific about what I want and what I desire and upholding a standard of that in every aspect of my life, there's been a way that manifestation has truly showed up in my universe that is unlike anything I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Right. So that week I learned and gathered the tools that were necessary for manifesting success in my own life, but in a very unique and individualistic way. And we spoke more about that in our part two of our manifestation episode. But manifestation is a really unique experience. And Alex, I love the way that you spoke and you taught us that find a way to manifest that makes sense for you. And that's just not something that was taught to me prior to my manifestation journey that I definitely incorporate in my in my process now.
1: I love the way you're weaving in manifestation into the Saturn return concept because I'd never really thought of them, not that they're, anything's completely separate in life, but I'd never really thought about it like that where you can get a little bit more of a handle on your Saturn return by using the manifestation practices. So that's really interesting to hear you – like your level of awareness of manifestation is mm-hmm. softening the blow of the Saturn return because your mm-hmm. – Seeing it as an opportunity that things are falling away because they need to, or they're obstacles that are no longer in your way to achieving what you want, which is really the way to high key use this transit. Yeah. So you're kind of killing your Saturn return.
0: <laughs> you know what's so fun? Thank you. You're I'm welcome. Ha- thank you. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy about that. But but what's so interesting is you use the word softening, and yeah. in like preparing for this episode, I I really wanted it to be authentic to my. Saturn return journey and one lesson that I wrote was that I learned is softening when tempted to be critical like that's a huge lesson that I learned from this half of my my journey because being a critical and judgmental person has robbed me of my joy and peace and it really hardened my mindset so it essentially made my existence and mindset very narrow and potentially bitter and brittle Mm. you know so in understanding that I can't manifest from a place of critique and judgment, I had to do away with that. I had to shed that. So now, even if it's a situation of, of manifestation or interacting with, with a friend, a family member, my partner, there's a way that I'm, I'm learning to approach the situation in a more mature way, which is what Saturn Return is also about. That even if it's a situation that makes me feel uncomfortable or makes me feel unheard, rather than lashing out or having an emotional outburst for the sake of trying to be heard, I can walk away. I can come back and I can say like, hey, I didn't feel listened to. I did not feel heard. And now if you're comfortable, let me try to re-express myself in a way that the message is clearer for that person's level of consciousness and understanding. So softening, which is the key word has really transformed like my energy. Mhm. Mhm.
1: That's beautiful to acknowledge and I just love being able to like get to I love to go through your Saturn return with you to like mm-hmm. identify these key moments and mm-hmm. learnings because I don't know, mine felt like a just a clusterfuck all the time and I didn't have I didn't have like a trusted astrology mentor at that time. I was just sort of like hobbling my way through it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this is just fun to like hear, (laughs) you know, your, your musings about what's happening for you. Something also occurred to me too, you know, we started the podcast at some reverberation of your Saturn return because it, you know, had already started by then. And your first, I think, Well, you've been talking about like finding your voice and being comfortable using your voice like Mm -hmm. the whole time we've been recording this podcast, which is just interesting. So like a foundation – a foundational element for you in the Saturn return is about establishing your voice. That's almost maybe like the the actual foundation. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting to think about foundational elements like that, which seems abstract. I I would – I never really thought about Saturn and I'm sure maybe many of you are thinking about it needs to be like a house, a car, you know, like a person, a relationship. And those are like big things that can definitely shake up and change in a Saturn return. But what about like these, you know, bigger life Mm -hmm. concepts like using – like finding, acknowledging, utilizing, and strengthening your voice be – a foundational element of your Saturn return. That yeah. that really is that that's one of them for you.
0: Yeah. You know what's so interesting as well? I'm a fan of the School of Life. They're like a YouTube channel and it's an actual school. I, I don't know what country it's based in, but you can like Google them and find them on YouTube. It's like a it's a very new school philosophical modern way of processing just all aspects of life from love work, career, awareness. And yesterday I was watching a YouTube clip that spoke about this idea of emotional maturity. And they were saying that understanding and grappling with this idea of uncovering trauma, healing trauma, becoming aware of who you are to the point where you can become aware of another, unconditionally loving yourself to the point where you can unconditionally love others is the key to life. And oftentimes we're so focused on the car, the partner, the wealth, the job, the material aspects of what this life has to offer. But in their philosophy, they were like, if you can uncover that level of emotional, spiritual and mental truth, granted, you might not have a McMansion and you also might not be driving a Porsche. But what you do have is true love and inner peace that no one can ever take away from you. So when you said that, it automatically made me think of that video and how from a philosophical, psychological and spiritual way, Saturn, your Saturn return truly is a grounding of, of spiritual knowledge and truth that will propel you forward for the rest of your life. When that car, that career, that partner, that divorce, that marriage falls apart, you know. Or just doesn't manifest in the way that we want it to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, I mean, again, like, I just wish I had you during my Saturn. <laughs> 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 But But that, that's beautiful, yeah, to think about it like um Saturn being a mirror to, like, holding up um, a mirror to us in the form of a relationship, in the form of a job, in the form of what have you. And saying, like, this is broken, but you're the one who's the common denominator in this in these situations. So what does that mean for you? And mm-hmm. what's interesting about Saturn too is that if you look at the cycles of Saturn, they happen in seven-year cycles and it's all about time. And my astrology teacher, Kristen, and I talk a lot about like, okay, the first one is you're seven and you learn about like what time even is. Like it's Mm -hmm. it wasn't yesterday. Was it the next week? Was it, you know, and and I don't know if you've ever like, I used to be a nanny for little kids. Like they don't get, they're like yesterday this happened. It's like that, honey, that happened three hours ago (laughs) or that happened like a month ago. Like they don't. Mm They don't understand that yet, so you do when you're, like, seven. And then when you're 14, you're rebelling and, like, your friends are more important to you. Like, that's the structure that you're adhering to. That's your quality time that you're spending. And that's what you value about your time. Mm-hmm. And then when you're 21, you know, you're legal. You're experiencing <laughs> what the mm-hmm. world is like to have your time as um, – more of a resource of your own and like how you're going to use that, how you're going to use your money, how you're going to use like these, you know, structures of your life. And then 28, of course, which is the start of the Saturn return, which is about reviewing your whole life, you know, the commitments that you have, what you need to keep, what you need to change, questioning, searching, and what that all means. So, you know, and then like at 30 or so, you're integrating that information and then on and on it goes you know you'll have your second Saturn return around 60 mm. <laughs> blessings oh, okay. you know that'll be different <laughs> and then you know your your third uh-huh. also knock on wood god willing around 90 but actually mm. there's wow. an interesting Uranus return around your mid to late 80s too that's probably also very interesting but you know <laughs> not everybody makes it to that one right
0: I, I do hope I make it to that one. I'll be living we'll in the Caribbean it. somewhere. With can a we very still kick it on Zoom? Maybe oh, we to- can
1: transport. Yeah, we uh, will be like point.
0: transportation <laughs> by that point. <laughs> by that point, like, I'm like, oh, I thought of Alex and she appeared in my living yeah. room. Dude. <laughs>
1: Dude, witchery
0: takes to a whole <laughs> other level. A whole like, level. You just snap so. your
1: face, va- especially if you're like working on that shit now. But best believe we're going to utilize this technology like
0: really yeah. well. For sure. Elon Musk is already like on it. Oh yeah. it's already happening.
1: <laughs> he named his kid like a spell, basically. Yeah. Like he's yeah, a that's... he's a witch. Wizard. Yeah. Warlock.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I think he would consider himself a warlock. He probably <laughs> thinks it sounds cooler. Yeah. 100. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm interested in. I love that they're just from a from a birth chart astrological perspective, that they're just there's so many major milestones. And my Spiritual self would prefer if we as humans, rather than like celebrate like 18th birthday, 21st birthday, it's more of like, oh, my God, it's your Saturn return. Let's have a party for it, you know, because you're about to shed a soul Skin and become a woman at the end of this, you know, like that's the kind of like mom I'm gonna be. Like we have to celebrate, <laughs> you know, yes. this because I won't know who you are after this and I have to relearn you, you know. Okay. Yeah, there's there's a level of there's beauty to know that these things are coming. Granted, you can't always prepare for it, and you just sort of have to allow things to happen as they will. But the thing that I know has been grounding me throughout this particular transit, and it has not been easy. So although again, I stated that, like, I I thought it would be worse. I don't want to state that it's been just like cotton candy and kittens, because it really has not been. It's, It's been a struggle between the pandemic, moving, you know, trying to find my footing consistently, you know, showing up for myself in the way that's healthy when the world is, like, falling apart, so it seems, socially, politically, and you name it. But the one thing that... I had to learn how to recommit to and reignite is my relationship with my creator. And I spoke about this a little bit, too, maybe a couple maybe a couple of months ago when I, I stated that I felt like I was losing my spiritual footing mm. a little bit because it just, it, who I once was in my relationship with God, the universe, my higher power, um, it obviously shifted because I'm a different woman. You know, and I'm in the midst of my womanhood journey. So who I that relationship obviously has to change as well. Mm-hmm. Um, So because it shifted, I had to sort of reintroduce myself to the spirit world and then have the spirit world reintroduce themselves to me. And I feel like anyone who's listening to this podcast, you, Alex, we're all practitioners And because we're all practitioners in one way, shape of another, that connection is probably the most connection that will important connection that we'll ever have in our life. So to, to have gotten to a point where my prayer life, my meditative life, my gratitude life is really solid means so much to me. And I've also learned that in in solidifying my spiritual practice, it's allowed me to do away with a lot of harmful and negative thoughts, you know, because it's like, I was mindlessly thinking about life and allowing all kinds of things to penetrate my, my energy center when I wasn't committed and focused on um, something higher than myself because I had no grounding. I had no footing. So now that if I'm In a space of, like, idle thinking, it's really not idle thinking anymore. I'm saying all the things that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. Or I'm talking to my plants, Mimi and Juju behind me. They're mint plants. (laughs) Mint and julep. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm, you know, saying a random prayer for, I don't know, like, people in the world as I walk past them. So, anyway, my point in saying that is, like, as practitioners and the greatest lesson that I've learned... Thus far in my sudden return that I, I want to share with with you and our fellow sisters in practice and brothers in practice that finding that relationship or recommitting to that relationship beyond myself has really helped me in this time of pandemic chaos. Because there's 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 solid ground that I can stand on when I know that, you know, the rest of the world might be crumbling around me.
1: hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's interesting to think about that intangibility of the spiritual realm being a foundation that you don't normally think about like I don't know. It that's something you know to be true, which is a foundation. Yeah. It's oxymoronic. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the word I'm searching for. But it isn't in a way, you know, it it that's a really beautiful way to put it. And it's like your truth in that is a part of the foundation of who you are. So in fact, everything really stems from that. So yeah, for everyone listening, you know, foundational elements can be like what Erica's speaking about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And honestly, I was thinking about one of the major pivotal moments for me in my Saturn return was when I spoke to my first -hmm. Mentor Mike, my psychic Mike, who told me I was psychic, and then that sent me on this whole tailspin of, but you know, not really a tailspin, cool spin, some sort of spin (laughs) to get me to this place, which is like, you know, well, after my Saturn return, and I'm established in being a guide and practitioner, you know, living my sole purpose and helping others as he once helped me. So that foundational element is important to acknowledge because if everything's stemming from there, it's almost like your personal mission statement. It's like then, of course, it will come into play with the way you deal with a car or the way you deal with a relationship. It's like, eh, it's just stuff, you know. It's just the material. It's not going to shake my foundation as a human being. Um, What, you know, are you always going to deal with it in the most, you know – kind and empathetic and loving way, maybe not, but Mm -hmm. odds are nine times out of 10, you are.
0: Mm -hmm. You're so right. And, and I'm, I'm happy to know that it's almost like the common thread, no matter someone's experience with their Saturn return is that at at all points or at some point rather there is a connection to the metaphysical or there's mm. there's 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 a point where purposeful direction happens that leads you to a space of hopefully anyway ascending and having some form of spiritual philosophical psychological awakening and if that's what Saturn return is about like they're that's great (laughs) you know like they're amazing like am I to have some form of like major perspective shift like who doesn't want that well I I I preface that with there has to be a willingness because not everyone is always willing to change and that's one of the hard parts of life and, and willing to let go, but everything that, have, that I've let go or that has transitioned thus far, I'm happy about it. And what I will say, because it's not over, the thing that I hope to, I don't wanna say master, but have a better footing of by the end of my Saturn return is acceptance of like family members. That's been a struggle for me recently. Because in in seeing the truth of who you are and assessing the truth of your childhood and relinquishing ownership of like, oh, everything happened because I'm a bad person. That's not true. Like things happen because people didn't have the emotional capacity or the mental capacity or the spiritual capacity to give you the things that you need. How can you hold them accountable in adulthood but still forgive them? That's been a struggle for me right now. So mm-hmm. I hope by the end of the Saturn return, I can say that I have a better understanding, not of compassion, but yeah, of acceptance of people. Because yeah, I need to work on that.
1: <laughs> Beautifully put. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think just understanding the acceptance that Saturn will mm-hmm. come for you No matter what who you are and what you're aware of and what you care about and what you what you believe, that concept of you know, reckoning with your foundation, reckoning with the people in your life, which are part of that and part Mm. of like shaping who you are now, require grace and acceptance just the same as you are any stranger, just the same as I, that's why I love about astrology. It's like the yeah. great equalizer. Like it, Saturn's coming for you at this age throughout your life, no matter if you believe in astrology or not, or like care to acknowledge it. But like, think about it this way. Anybody that you're dealing with, like, are they aware? Are they coming from a place of like,
0: mm-hmm. Oh,
1: here I am at my second Saturn return. And, uh, I've got to repair relationships that I've burned along the way. Like a lot of times the answer is no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the case in
0: my life. Yeah. Same. And and I think that's why I I I wish and maybe that's something that we can start and our, our listeners, our beautiful community can start like shifting the way that we look at milestones and shifting the way that we celebrate people. Because mm-hmm. the fact if you're unaware just in, in general and just having – a space of emotional immaturity you're definitely not going to be aware and astrologically i don't know if that's a word but astrologically aware of your Saturn return and the lessons that you can learn because you're not aware about anything else you know so when when there's that level of conscious unconscious subconscious lack of awareness and in, in all aspects you know there's 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 Those who might be unaware or who are less tapped in lose out on really amazing opportunities for growth. But then caveat to that is, you know, the universe and divine timing gives people the lessons that they're supposed to have in their own time. So just because I sort of gotten these lessons in my first Saturn return doesn't mean that that person won't get it in their third, Mm. you know, like that's their particular lesson. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. But, you know, one thing that I will do when I know that a friend sat in return or whatever transit that's like monumental or my kids like, oh, we're celebrating that. You will have forget your sweet <laughs> 16 We are having a Saturn return party for you <laughs> <laughs> because you deserve it, you know. And when it's yeah. over, you really deserve it because, you know, hopefully you will be transformed. Yeah,
1: I, you know, obviously I'm 100% on board with that. Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and I was just thinking about this too, like, you know, you don't have to be well versed in astrology or energetic work to be, to go through life experiences and be changed and transformed by them. It's just your lexicon is going to be different. So I think people usually around 30, you know, if, if I've ever thought about conversations I've had with my dad, like- he had me when he was 30. That was the miss of his Adam return. Everything in his life changed, but he also, like, got a divorce. Like, that foundation that he built was shaky at that time. I think I was the best thing to come out of that relationship, <laughs> obviously.
0: Obviously. <laughs> but
1: him and my mom, you know, didn't, didn't make it. And I think maybe that relationship started maybe – maybe the beginning of his Saturn return actually. So that makes sense that like, oh, you start something on kind of shaky foundation and then – so the way he talks about it is pretty pretty funny and different. It's not like he's like, oh, during my Saturn return like I had my child and (laughs) my marriage (laughs) broke up. He just talks about what happened to him, but it changed him for sure, you know. And it set his life in a different trajectory moving forward because if if that hadn't happened, if he, they hadn't had me and he hadn't realized that my mom had a lot of walls and trauma and that came out through her parenting, they wouldn't have gotten a divorce. He wouldn't have met my stepmom who was his divorce lawyer's secretary, receptionist. I don't know the right term. <laughs> You know the trajectory happens on from there, so it's just interesting to think about. Like you, sometimes you can't know everything until you right. look back. But just yeah, for sure, being conscious of the fact that not everybody might have our level of understanding of it, but yet they're going through it just the same.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. No,
1: I, I, one thousand
0: percent agree with that. So I'm, I'm excited to continue sharing. My sad and return journey. I hope that it's helping someone. (laughs) I really do. Yeah. And and I look forward to hearing about other people's sad and return. So please feel free to email us and DM us on Instagram, because you know we're all going through this together. Yeah. No matter if you've passed your sad and return, you're just starting your your sad and return in the midst of it. Because the lessons, the lessons are what's transferable right yeah it's 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 the message of it all so thank you for listening and and hopefully
1: (laughs) understanding what i'm saying (laughs) thank you for sharing your journey foundations your level of awareness it is definitely helping people i it's helping me
0: yeah
1: and i'm already past it honey so (laughs) Blessings up. on blessings. Happy mm-hmm. Saturn return to oh. you. I'm sorry we didn't have a party on January 19th, but maybe we oh, could do
0: No, one it's okay. Soon. My listen, I'm I don't know when <laughs> I'm going to have a massive party, but it it will come very soon and we'll be celebrating everything in one. Well, <laughs> someone's birthday is
1: coming out. Oh, to yeah,
0: for that. Well, but I'll 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 be away celebrating my birthday though. Uh-huh. So Unless you're coming, sure unless you're coming to Oh, we decided on Tulum. We're going to Mexico. Oh, nice. So everyone come to Mexico and you'll celebrate my Saturn <laughs> return with me. We'll be on Look, a fabulous boat. It'll be amazing.
1: <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. I think you are kidding, but I
0: No, no, I'm dead serious. Either. Like if you guys okay. come, I'm like I will arrange it. It will it'll just be a bigger boat and we'll need more bottles of champagne, Wait. but it'll be a, it'll be
1: great. When are you? Late June, my birthday. Well, like when are you thinking about going?
0: Oh, so I'm going from. Oh, never mind. July, right? My birthday's in July, but we're not going on the trip until we're going from August 28th to September 3rd. It's seven days. Mm -hmm. So seriously, like if you guys want to (laughs) come, like like let me know because we'll 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 hang out. If you're in Mexico, like let me know. We'll go on a tequila tour. New York housewife style, you know, it'll be amazing.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be in um, Napa for my bachelorette, actually,
0: right around that time. Oh, okay, that's amazing. Well, hook up with Alex in Napa, or hang out with me in Mexico. Either way, it'll be fabulous wine and tequila. Oh yeah. Oh
1: my god, (laughs) and that's what runs through both Both of of our (laughs) veins equally. Exactly. This is perfect. Exactly. Oh my god, I love this. We're celebrating, um, yeah. I'm uh, I'm really excited for you that you're gonna go away. Cause yeah, I think it's just, I mean, regenerative around your birthday anyway. But then mm-hmm. you you get to be by the surf, which yeah. you've been longing for, and uh, you need that, girl. Yeah, the
0: ocean is calling my name. I already have my outfit picked out in my head. I have to go buy lots of fruits as, you know, my offering to the ocean and to the universe. So my very first stop will be the airport, going to a fruit stand or market, buying my fruits, heading to the ocean, doing my thing, and then taking a shot of tequila.
1: And (laughs) you get a picture of all these
0: things, this journey Oh, totally. It'll be all over Instagram. Well, not every moment, because hopefully there'll be some, like, private moments that I can't share. But... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm sure you guys will want to see it, but I don't, you know... Oh, yeah. Like, whatever you are willing to
1: share, like, I'm sure we'll just eat it right up. But please take your, you know, take your private (laughs) moments.
0: You know, you don't want to see that, or you know, maybe you do. Only fans. Well, we do. I'll start OnlyFans. Yeah.
1: I think we've established that we do want to see it. But we just like won't see it. We'll I'll start OnlyFans, and you'll see yeah. it there. Pay me. Oh my god, my, I Sort of a <laughs> last thing. I had friends over to meet the puppy not too long ago, and I have my ring light. Like I have to like move it out of the way, but it's like up here. It's wherever I go. Basically, I carry it with me on my walks. Even just kidding. Um. Anyway, somebody was like, "Oh, do you have an OnlyFans?" <laughs>
0: You know, what I was I like, you know, what I thought you were going to hate- say
1: that. <laughs> don't. And maybe I should. I don't you know,
0: know, there's a market for tarot on OnlyFans. Do I have to be naked? No, you don't have to be naked. Like you just need okay. to, you know, you know, just be a little sensual and seductive, whatever you coin that as. But people will literally pay you to be in a bikini pulling tarot cards and astrology birth charts for them. That's a thing i don't it's a thing i don't think it's a thing mm-hmm. well for someone that. who's listening it is a thing and again we're all practitioners so I'll, however you choose to practice we don't Absolutely. judge do you as long as you're doing the work
1: do the work and do it and i just and do it well i think i have a blockage around like thinking that i that anyone would want to see that from me oh no
0: people would totally want to see it Again, if I was 24 years old, I would have done it. At this point of my Saturn return, I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> but just know that pre Saturn return, oh, you, I would have totally done it.
1: Pre priestesses <laughs> prescribed right? Erica pre-pre- would have had an OnlyFans. Thank God we caught her at her Saturn. Return.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank, thank goodness for you, for my partner, for my mom, for everyone. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is your acceptance speech. Yeah. of not having an only we're giving you an award for not having an only fans yeah. for you
0: i'll take it i'll take it yeah for me right because that it that's an accomplishment in itself yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how we got here but either way we love you Never. guys and thank you for listening to all of it yes and
1: happy saturn return <laughs> to those who are going through it let us know um you know where you're at if you need help calculating your epicenter, you know, I'm your girl. Mm-hmm. But you can also do it on online. It's pretty easy to find. There are calculators, you know, what that means. And if you need further interpretation, then I'm your girl. But you yeah. can find your epicenter wherever, wherever calculators are located. Available, yeah. Available. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll see you
0: guys soon. See you soon.
1: Bye. Bye.